Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. You are listening to Holding Down the Fort with Alejandro Soto. For today's episode, I got to sit down with Porch Moon and Becky from the East End Eclectic, a new place I've been hanging out at the last couple of weeks, getting to uh, feel out the vibe of the place, the people hanging out there, and it's a really neat spot. Um, last weekend I got to play a couple songs as part of an event for a fellow who was releasing a book. He's written a couple books and was releasing, I think it was the third book he's released in a a series of sorts. Maybe I'll uh, get my hands on it one day and one day soon, hopefully, and try to read through it. I'm a terrible reader, but I have good intentions. And uh, yeah, it's they're, they're doing really cool stuff. I've uh, worked with them on things in the past. I uh, kind of uh, <laughs> forgot about that when I ran back into them at the East End Eclectic at first. But it's, uh, yeah, really cool to see what they're doing and to be kind of feeling out the the digs. It's really cool. So uh, we got to have a really good conversation, uh, talked about different types of art and uh, how where the crossover is between different mediums of <clears throat> expression. Uh, touched on some uh, ways that we as creative people uh, can take care of our brains and our hearts and our minds a little better uh supporting each other in that endeavor is a big part of that and so yeah lots of good stuff in this episode i uh i'm really happy that both of them gave me some time on a nice sunday afternoon to do this uh episode together uh so let's see things i've got coming up uh actually for uh, i don't I'm not doing this, but if you're listening to this the week of the release, Saturday, February 4th at the East End Eclectic at uh, 4 to 7, there's a a gallery exhibition opening. Uh, It's called Emerging Echoes. And uh, several, there's I think five or maybe six different artists that are displaying their art. And uh, I'm going to go check it out. It's going to be really neat. So if you hear this and we are in the room at the same time, let me know. And uh, it would it'd be cool to hear w- uh, what you thought about the episode. I always appreciate that. So, yeah, that's Saturday, February 24th. If you are hearing this after that, bummer, you missed it. Um, make it to the next one. Uh, then let's, let's see. I've got coming up. Next thing I've got is the next ecstatic dance. That'll be Sunday, March 3rd at the... Uh, dance collective we'll start the warm-up at six dance at 6 30 you know the deal then uh, blossom bash is friday march 22nd and uh, we are going to be holding that at east end eclectic as well so i'm really excited to be partnering up with porch and becky and to be putting on an awesome event Uh, we've got 
a whole bunch in the works and are, are really close to announcing more about that. So there's a little up on the Facebook event. We've got our DJs secured. Uh, I'll be doing a Pumas set. We've got Good Luck Garrett and Orion laying down some fresh tracks as well. So Friday, March 22nd, join us at Blossom Bash. And then uh, I'll be singing and playing guitar at the Fort Wayne Farmer's Market Saturday, March 30th, uh, I believe. I kind of, I, I, ha- I, yeah. <laughs> It isn't confirmed, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to be doing that Saturday, March 30th. Uh, that's at the Farmer's Market on State Street. So it's been I've been going out there uh, the, for the last uh, maybe month or so as often as I can, and it's really cool. We've got like winter farmer's markets in Fort Wayne. It's really, really sweet. So go check that out if you're looking for something to do on a Saturday morning and you're around the 05 area here in town. Um, it's a good thing to check out. It's on State Street across from El Azteca, if you know where that's at. So uh, yeah, join my Patreon. I started a Patreon page. Uh, shout out to Tammy, my one li- uh, one subscriber on Patreon. Uh, much appreciation. I'm doing all this for you, Tammy. Uh, it, it, it really means a lot. I really appreciate it. So, uh, check that out. Um, come out to a show and, uh, check out the links below to all this stuff. And, uh, thank you to Los Lemons for the intro music and enjoy this conversation with Becky and Porch Moon of the East End Eclectic. episode 24 or 25 of the show here in the East End Eclectic uh, with, uh, I'll let you guys introduce yourselves because I know you're kind of colloquial names, but I don't know your professional names. Oh, so, you can call us whatever. Okay, well, Becky and Porch. There you that's go. what I put that, on the great. file. That's great. <laughs> in the computer. <laughs> so uh, you guys uh, run work together in this cool space we're sitting in right now uh i played at the word show for that guy's book release last week Mm -hmm. uh the video is actually up on my youtube channel self plug go i'll try to link to it below you should uh yeah because it was in this room so that would be appropriate to to connect to this episode of the show um so yeah thanks for having me thanks for sitting down and doing this on a sunny sunday afternoon Uh, i appreciate it so Becky, you you've been in here longer than you have, correct? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So when did you when did you get into this spot? Um, I've been here about five years. Okay, cool. And I've just kept adding on. I started in one little loft, and then mm-hmm. every year I feel like I've just added another space. Cool, cool. <laughs> and just kept building. Yeah. And it's this is the east old East End building yeah. on Barry street um i did my yoga training like in one of the rooms over on the other side actually it was it was prana where prana yoga yep, was right so, over in 209 <laughs> yeah yeah so that like threw me back when i walked over mm-hmm. there um so you were you've been here 
since like 2019? Yep. So the very beginning of um, the end of 2019, the beginning of 2020 is when we officially like moved in and signed the lease. Mm -hmm. In fact, the yoga studio um, still had the painting, the mandala painting on the Uh wall when I moved in from when they were there. So, yeah. Yeah, because they moved into a new spot like probably right before, like around when you moved in. Yeah. Because I was doing my training when like that space change that transition yeah yeah it was I was I was also doing it when the pandemic happened like there was just so much weird shit went down when I was doing that whole thing but that's not what we're talking about today um (laughs) uh, but you're you're both like mainly photographers right that's what I know you guys as um in terms of the art that you create yes um I prefer photography i do a little bit of like digital and composition but i love taking photos i love my camera cool i do photography video web marketing i have a degree in in graphic design oh okay cool i didn't know that where'd you go to school uh they're gone now it was a business school (laughs) (laughs) but you did the thing i did the thing yeah piece of paper got the piece uh, of paper yeah the end they still they still bill you even though they they vanish (laughs) (laughs) oh my god yeah dang what a what a weird weird world that's interesting so that's so is that like did you both Oh, where it's a lot. This is live recording, so it's all good. I don't really mind. Uh, But (laughs) make sure one of our members just make sure she's okay, real quick, while she creates some art. I mean, that is what we're about. Yeah, yeah. I think this is great. Like, because I I, well, this is actually a good chance to talk about how you're like opening up the place to like other artists, and like it's like a, a. what do they call them? Like maker spaces. Yeah, like, it's a creative um, yeah. co-working. Co-working. Area. Yeah, that's yeah. the the hot buzz word. Yeah, that's, the creative co-working. How's that going? Uh, it's great, and it's something ironically like it's something that me and Porch had talked about for years about having a space like just back and forth how we wanted to have a space and I wanted to build all these amazing sets and like make it available and. Um, you know, work with all these different arts and artists, and then now here we are. So I mean, you had a lot of different studios in different locations. I did, yeah. Before you found the one you liked. Yeah, before I before I finally committed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, because I was in Auburn and then Kendallville, and then I had a studio attached to Grade A Tattoos, and okay. then here, and I I finally made a long term commitment here. Cool, cool. <laughs> nice. So yeah. Yeah, and it's a really cool building. Like, there's a good energy in here. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And we have cool visitors. Cool visitors, sounds. Footsteps. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so it's something, you know, like, we talked about it for a really long time, and it's it was something that I always wanted to do and something that he had wanted to do, and then it just kind of happened when it was supposed to happen like Mm -hmm. I was doing mostly rentals to only photographers um and small events but that's not where I really wanted the space to be Mm -hmm. and then porch came on as a co-owner and it finally like brought it all brought it all to life okay cool so then when was that that you jumped on ship porch about a year ago not today yeah. Give or take. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, I started as just renting it for some winter photo shoots because it's cold out and 
-hmm. And then eventually Becky has a way of persuading (laughs) you to get more and more involved. And I've done art events in Fort Wayne for over 10 years and different pop-ups. And we have the Heart of the City Collective that does the Three Rivers Festival that promotes local artists. And now that we have a venue, it's even easier than trying to book Mm -hmm. something somewhere else. And we kind of do what we want here because we don't have any day clients trying to have food or anything to worry about so we get to make the rules we make the rules yeah <laughs> yeah that is, that is really nice i was thinking about that about the podcast before coming over how like i get to call the shots it's really nice mm-hmm. like that whole crashing stuff is gonna stay in because i think it's cool yeah. <laughs> like, i mean like, it's it's a day in the life like, of uh, the studio so yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just a minor canvas that's huge that fell <laughs> <laughs> that, that's really cool so something i i'm a mainly a musician i dabble in some visual arts but like can't draw um i have taken photos in the past but like i wouldn't consider myself like an actual photographer but like i was talking to a gal at, uh I, it was like, I think it was last summer and she would take old frames and like like vintage frames and put her photography in them and it was this neat thing where she was like combining old and new Mm -hmm. in her work and like that was something I heard like echoed in my work as a musician of like playing old folk tunes and traditional songs like taking from the past and like reinterpreting it into something new and so that that thing of like how we might be working in different mediums, but can be like have the same mindset or like aim in our creative goal, I think is like really, really neat. And so to have you guys who are in a line of artistic like creation that I'm not, it's awesome that you're like opening up this space to other people and like creating this uh, community of sorts here in town. I love it. Like we have such a wide variety of artists mm-hmm. here. We have everything from an acapella group. Oh yeah. Yeah. To videographers, to painters, to mixed medium artists, belly dancing, belly dancing, yoga, yoga burlesque. burlesque. <laughs> like we, it's, it's really truly like a creative co-working because it's not just photographers and it's not just you know digital artists like we have a little bit of everything here and I love that Mm. and so many different like outlooks on life and personalities and it just it all meshes really really nice everything meshes together which a lot of the decor even is just you're talking about old stuff a lot of stuff is vintage Mm -hmm. antiques alley finds with some repairs (laughs) um you know like a little bit more whimsical comfort than just basic white mm-hmm. backdrops and and then people come in and utilize it for their videos for inspirational painting someone's painting across the room right now and she's just kind of you know enjoying what the atmosphere is and it can influence what she might do today and it's just really cool and and then everyone kind of co-works with each other like um we need some photo shoots for some of the belly dance classes well easy way to get the releases all the burlesque girls came and took a class mm-hmm. and so then so they're since they are part of members here they they got a class for fun and then everyone got promotional content and they learned a little something and then they can take it to what they do 
because they learned how like how to control some of the muscles they might not be used to. Oh, yeah. And like so it's yeah. like a workout, and then um, and then the teachers of the classes can also come to burlesque shows and help them with it. like it's fun mm-hmm. cross promoting and helping each other out, get involved with projects you're not normally used to. Yeah. Like when you came and played, that was technically a book release. That mm-hmm. turned into a open mic. That turned into a poetry. That turned with some music and some like happy stories and some really intense stories. And it was a nice connection. And mm-hmm. it's just not everyone has to do the same thing to like create together. And it's really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And something I've seen in and have observed observed in Fort Wayne is like the it's this weird like clickiness i don't know if it's intentional i don't think it is like purposeful but like as someone who dabbles in a lot of stuff like getting into like doing theater and like being in like a punk rock band in high school and being in that scene and like the yo being in the yoga scene like seeing there wasn't a lot of like crossover. Like I wouldn't see any of the same people at those different gigs. It was like, yeah. all, and, and it bummed me out. It just was like, like all this stuff is cool and it just bummed me out. And so what you guys are doing right now is like the exact opposite of that. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, thank God. Cause it was bombing me out Yeah, that people weren't working together when like, it's, I could see so clearly like, oh, the stuff I'm doing in yoga is benefiting how I approach a role in a Shakespeare play. And, and like if we could have more connections between people who are doing photography and like who are doing like painting and stuff, like how can we inspire each other and work together? Like you guys are doing that so hell yeah hell yeah it's kind of like our persephone well the persephone project that we have going on yeah. right now yeah we have an upcoming art show of persephone and a lot of the models and people creating art are just all different formats and people that don't know each other and then all of a sudden you know you get online seeing so all of a sudden they're internet friends because they met here and mm-hmm. um and it's just a way that we also try to do charity stuff so that's gonna benefit the women's shelter but yeah no yeah. Art shouldn't have exclusiveness. It shouldn't keep people out. It shouldn't be a click. And I think I do think there are some in town, whether it's on purpose. I think a lot of it's just comfort. Like people mm-hmm. necessarily are not how things are perceived online and is not what reality is. Mm-hmm. And so you, you feel like you're not welcome in there, even though the person might not be their intent, where we're bluntly just like, everyone is welcome here. Like we vocalize it bluntly without like sugarcoating the words like you are welcome here oh this particular thing didn't want you oh we like your stuff come on mm-hmm. even it, like even if it's something like I, that's cool i expect what you're doing it's not my style but come on it like as long as you're not hurting somebody like you're welcome here like it's very open and then we open sundays for everybody wants to pop in sometimes two or three show up sometimes we got a full house that just varies and it's nice to get out of the house and get inspired by other creatives. Even if you're not wanting to create today, you could go watch Ashley over there, do a painting and like, you know what, I'm going to go make something and just get into it and feedback off each other and like pick up on each other's energy and Mm -hmm. the world can suck. (laughs) They really can. So it's nice just to, we need a happy place. It's just nice to find some common people. Like we're all, I always just say like bluntly, like we're all in this shit show together. Mm -hmm. So 
if the boat's sinking, we might as well hang out <laughs> while it's sinking. Like, hang out, make art, <laughs> make art, try to make a difference. Like we do charity events, we do a lot of stuff with like the shelter, um, animal shelter, woman oh, yeah, shelter, yeah, yeah. Um, and just we got more and more stuff planned and do more things that are going to be hard to even market because Fort Wayne doesn't have events like that yet, like big cities do, but like. Even our Halloween show, people were confused. It was like taking like 20 elements and making it one big event. Um, and so it's just, but it's more, more like every week we've got more and more people reaching out wanting to be involved or just even just offering like, hey, I got extra hands if you ever need help setting something up or something. Like, cool. I'm not artistic, but I can carry stuff. I'm like, cool, come on oh, over, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. So, no, we're trying our best to just keep it open and affordable. Um, we get it. Everyone's starving artists, so. As long as we can pay the bills and keep it open for everyone, that's our goal. So that's the goal. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that's a good, a good point. Like, I I can get caught up in like the desire trap, um, and like I the the thing, it's like cultivating like a mindset of abundance, right? Like understanding and like having the perspective that there is enough out there to support like me and the things that like feed me in a beneficial way. And like, then those things will support others. And then like, it'll come back around like that kind of stuff. Like it's the I trickle of good karma. Yeah. 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 You just gotta, you know, you find good people, you find creative people, you find people that will tell you you're being an asshole when you're being an <laughs> asshole. And, uh, I will say we are very people. like open with, yeah. I, that's one thing that I love is everybody here is we're able to communicate in a way that we can tell you exactly how we feel and nobody's going to take it as a <gasps> to the heart. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. How do we work past it? And like, everybody has such good communication and it's so fun because the, the views are different and the vibes are different and the art are, is different. And then it all just comes together and better and bigger things are created and mm. That's that's the part I love. Yeah, and even when it's just the open thing, like mm -hmm. members, like, "Hey, can I do this? I wanted to add, like, go for it." Yeah, like people are they're comfortable asking to do something weird and different and change something in the rooms if they need to move some props or yeah. or anything. And and then I know you know, and like artists also, I think uh, you know, it's like support and therapy. It's mm -hmm. but it's. it's with the members here, like you got that, like I could call any of the members right now. I'm like, Hey, the day sucks. I need your help. And you're like, it's not even just to be art. Just be like, you've got someone that kind of relates to where you are mm -hmm. and how they could help you maybe. And mm -hmm. yeah, I think that was an important thing. The pandemic really, really showed me like the importance of, I mean, in, in my experience, it was like I realized the importance of the audience and of like having other people around and like because playing songs in my room alone was not near as gratifying and fulfilling as like playing songs in a room of people, even if they weren't listening, even if they were just like paying more attention to their burger. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that was it's like still atmosphere, though. Yeah. It's still creating an environment. Yeah. yeah. And, and like the there's an important part of like I, I think being an artist there it can be like isolating sometimes and there's like the tendency to like self-isolate of some people that are like you can get too wrapped up in your head and like feel like you're the only one that has a brain that 
goes off on strange tangents from time to time. Yeah. But to like have a group of people that you can text and like you know they've they're gonna not have any judgment around that. They'll like be there and like okay, well let's work through this instead of making it into a big thing. It's like okay, like just being seen by people and like being seen as like real and having that come back like going both ways is super, super refreshing. It's kind of why we started the open Sundays because mm. I went to porch and I was like, I need, I need a body double. I need, I don't, I don't need you to talk to me. I don't need you to do anything. I just, I need to be with someone so that I can work and so that I can do what I need to do because you do self-isolate. And then you get depressed and you lose your focus and you lose your drive. And then it's hard to dig back up out of that. And I was like, I just would love just to come in, have somebody else just physically there so that I can work. And then he was like, you know, that's a really good idea because a lot of artists do that. We go through life and we internalize a lot of our emotions and we internalize a lot of our stuff and we do self-isolate. And then trying to come back out of that is difficult, which is why we did the open Sunday. So you can just come. You don't have to talk. You don't have to participate in anyone else. You can just come in and paint a picture and just know that you're not alone. And then if you do want to bounce ideas off, we're all here. And, you know, it just starts that conversation and that motivation and the different look of art and brings back some of that energy that you sometimes lack when you're just sitting by yourself trying to do something, (laughs) Um, Uh which is why I love the open Sundays. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I showed up last week and did just sit on my laptop and edit it was just like cool you're here yeah (laughs) like chime in if i had something snarky to say about something funny and oh yeah it was really really great it's just it's nice to feed on you just feed on the i don't want to say productiveness because it's fun make art or it should be if you're if you're not having fun making art that's a whole different topic but (laughs) but you're just it's like almost like if you're at a job like you're gonna feel motivated or if you're at home with someone and they start cleaning house you're like that motivates me to help clean house like you just it helps the flow the vibe where you're at home and if you're like if i stop then i just stop and there's nothing else here um i totally just lost where i was going with that but anyway (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Good stuff. <That's> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, the open Sundays—that's that was definitely um, one of the big things that I enjoy. And there's been like I haven't painted in years. I'm not a painter. I'm a fo- we talked about that. Like photos are my thing. But Maisie is in here all the time. She's a fabulous artist, and she's painting. I, one day I came in and I was like, you know what? It was so random. It was so random. And it wasn't nothing that I normally do, but it was, I was in here and I'm surrounded by all these artists and I was like, hey, what the hell? I'm going to, I'm going to try to paint an anatomical heart. And I didn't do bad. I'm just going to (laughs) say it looks pretty decent, but it is to the caliber of some of our amazing artists. Hell no. (laughs) But it was fun. I had a good time. If you're having fun doing it, that's the only thing should matter. Yeah. Like I try like obviously you want to make money in your art, but if like you're not enjoying it, if you're not doing it for you first, like I see other artists get frustrated because, you know, this didn't sell or that. I'm like, I'm still going to make art whether you buy it or not. Yeah. If you like what I do, (laughs) cool. Thank you for the support. But if you don't also fine, don't care. Mm -hmm. I still just like to make stuff because it's it's fun. It's it's therapy. It's 
a way of creating thoughts and words. It might be a visual, but like it's no different than a song. Mm-hmm. Like if you got a message in what you're creating, it's it's all that wrapped up in a little bow. Yeah, it's it's there. There's I mean, good art tells a story. Like that's something I've been coming back to. Of like, I think I was over analyzing like art or like i don't know my music and just like coming to the point of and and i think it was like really with doing the ecstatic dances and thinking like okay this is it's like music with no lyrics and so how can i tell a story through instrumental music and it's getting me actually this electronic music project is getting me more into like classical music like last night i saw the Philharmonic do Mozart's Requiem and it was like really really cool and like to hear okay they're using these like it it just like reminded me of musical concepts Mm -hmm. that I learned in grade school and like high school and choir that I'd kind of forgotten about (laughs) but I can apply those to electronic music in the same way that like Mozart applied a decrescendo to the violin section and whatever movement. And, and so like that, and I guess that's kind of coming back to that crossover and like connecting of different ideas that, um, that I see happening all over or not all over, but like where like to, yeah, the good art tells a story. And like, that's, I think what really connects with people Um, and so, yeah, I think that's like what you're talking about is like telling a story through, through whatever medium it is that you're working through. Mm -hmm. And like, that's what like is truly feeding something inside of, of you. Yeah. It's just, it's an extension of yourself. It's like another arm almost. Yeah. I like a lot of older, I'll just, and weird example, not weird, but (laughs) the example I give is like compare like Johnny Cash era country to modern country. Yeah. I don't want pop country. I like the stories. I like, like, you know what I mean? Like the all heartbreak, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. whether yeah, it's like heartbreak, heartbreak or funny or this or that yeah. traveling, yeah. you know, it's just, there's a mini story and they're like, puts a visual in your head or it might not even be what the message was on their end, but it means something different to you. I mean, one yeah. song can be 20 stories to 20 different people and, uh-huh, uh-huh. but there's a story in there and it's just, it's nice to make that connection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yesterday I played a farmer's market gig and afterwards an old Amish man came up to me and asked me if I know any country tunes. And he asked me if I knew Country Roads by John Denver. And like it's it was this is it was wild because my great grandpa, he loved that song. And like when he died, I like couldn't I like would it would bring me to tears to like play that song and now this old Amish man is requesting me to play this tune and um <laughs> and like we got people show yeah up. <laughs> <laughs> and, but I, I think like kind of to counter what Porch was saying <laughs> it, about doing it for yourself I think yeah. there's an aspect that you have to do it for other people as well um, and like that old Amish man coming up and requesting a song that has a deep, deep heart connection to me personally. And he'll never know that. No, but, but like, you also fulfilled a deep connection that he needed yeah, at that point, too. Yeah. And yeah. so like it's that give and take like two way street thing. Hi, welcome. We're recording a podcast. So <laughs> it's all live. It's all cool. Uh, it's part of being yeah, at the East the show. End, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so if you, if, if you don't want to be on the show, just don't say anything. Uh, but it's all good. <laughs> You've got a sword? This dude just walked in yeah. with a sword. Full art. <laughs> she, Look at it. Check holy out the cow, she's like decked. Uh, yeah, some art this is, is awesome. about to be created. So, <laughs> so cool. I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> The things that happen. I mean, but it, it just, you know, you were, it is like art is, should be therapeutic for yourself, but art can be so therapeutic for others too that sometimes we don't realize how our art can affect other people. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you might be healing something within that person the same time that you're healing something within yourself through your art. Mm, yeah. You yeah. know, so, um, that's yeah. Art is so important. Yeah. We don't have enough. Like, yeah. I feel like the city, like Fort Wayne itself, is a big art city, and we do. I mean, don't get me wrong. We do great with like murals and mm. that. But when it comes to actually helping our artists mm -hmm. and creating a space for our artists, I feel like Fort Wayne lacks, and yeah. that's yeah. that's that's what we are trying to do. Like, we want to give artists shows where. Starving artists. Let's go back to the starving artists. <laughs> you know how much it costs to submit your work to an art show at a gallery to even be in a show? I do not. I've never done that. No. Okay. So it is like 50 to $75, right, to submit. And then you have to pay for each piece that goes into the gallery. And then uh, the gallery gets a portion of your sales and uh -huh. your door costs or whatever. Like... How is that supporting our artists? Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I just, I, I, don't, I don't, which is, so why yeah, we try to do, deal. it is. So that, that's why, like, here it's all about, you know, bringing things back to our artists and giving them an outlet. And there's so many places that a lot of our artists won't ever get a show because their art isn't society, mm -hmm. what society would consider art. Uh -huh. Art is art. Yeah, yeah. Who, you know, who are we to say what is and what isn't? Like, yeah. art is art. And so that's that's the important thing, like supporting our artist community mm. and giving them a space to show and grow. And you never know what art their art is going to do for somebody else or mm. even do for themselves. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and uh, my sister and mom before like it got too expensive would go to New York city and do Broadway, like go to Broadway shows mm -hmm. and stuff. Uh, they've, and uh, they've talked about how some of the best shows they saw were like off Broadway or off, off Broadway. It wasn't the big main stage yeah. production of mean girls that like left a lasting impact. It was like something that was a little smaller, kind of off the beaten path. Uh, down that a little side hole street. in the wall, yeah, like that's... that little hole in the wall restaurant that we all love. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, I th and maybe the internet has made things so huge, and like, you know, it, uh, everyone's attention is on Taylor Swift uh, <laughs> chugging her beer at the Super Bowl right? instead of like what their pal was doing just next door. Yeah. And like, I, I can't speak for anybody else, but me personally, I get much more value out of checking out what the person next door made than paying attention to Taylor Swift chugging her beer at the or, Super Bowl. Or, uh, you know, and, I mean, much I don't more hate joy on Taylor in Swift. buying like, a piece of art from one of our local artists yeah. and spending $75 on a Stanley Cup. Yeah. You know, yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's, yeah. And if a person can afford to do both, you know, then please great. do, please <laughs> do. But, I mean, my, my time is, is limited as... 
as is everyone else's. So you kind of got to make some decisions out mm -hmm. here. And it's like, I get more benefit from coming in here and like just ch hanging out and talking to people. Like it's, it's super cool. It like, yeah, feeds my soul and motivates me. And like the whole week I was like, okay, yeah, cool. I'm going to go back and record that podcast. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it got me jazzed. And, um, like that's, that's, it's just so flipping sweet yeah. to to see that like it makes the all the time of playing alone in my room with nobody around to hear it like worth it right to be like okay yeah the <laughs> going through the pandemic and still practicing I I made the a good choice of like learning a couple new songs in that time because I'm able to now play those for people at the farmers market in a friendly Amish mm -hmm. man tells me i'm doing good work and, and that that man that's the highest compliment i ever got an amish I mean, man says you do good work like <laughs> I, i'm saying like i said you, you heal it. something in yourself and while you're healing something in others yeah. like it is yeah. it's when somebody else is like wow or thank you or mm. this is awesome i didn't realize i needed this mm -hmm. um those are the best things that like you can hear yeah yeah for sure and like when I was in that punk band in high school, we had the like a motto of sorts that like no matter how many people showed up, we would give a hundred percent. It was like whether it was five people or five hundred people out there, like they deserve just as good of a show, like no matter what size the crowd is, like those people paid to come see us play music. So we better get up there and play some yeah, fucking music. Go, go play your heart and, out. <laughs> and we did. Like I I'm I am happy to say that we did. We always, I'm confident we always gave it a hundred percent. And like, it was funny that the shows where there were five people, those were the ones that like, we made a connection mm -hmm. with somebody that got us the show with 500 people or like some person who like was going through some shit like connected with our music and was like oh i needed that so much right yeah. now thanks guys and we we're like thank you we need you to be right. here too and and it was like that that idea of like you know it doesn't matter how many people you're connecting with as long as if you connect with one person then like in my book that's huge monumental mm -hmm. success um <laughs> nope i agree i think like my way of connecting with people is I'm kind con so uh, you've been here a couple of times. It never looks the same really, does it? Yeah, no, no. It's constantly it's cool. changing. Um, and I love, I like that. Cause I feel like every time somebody walks in the door, instead of, you know, like Porch said earlier, just like your white walls and your empty space, like, don't get me wrong. I like an empty space and white walls too, but <laughs> I think Every time somebody walks in with that ever-changing atmosphere and that ever-changing, like, warmth and then seeing the artist stuff, it just helps bring other people's, like, ideas alive. And, you know, just those those little tiny changes here and there and be like, oh, man, this is going to be cool. Wait, uh -huh. we could do this. Um, and that's – I'm constantly – I have a really bad, hard time leaving anything alone. <laughs> <laughs> You can ask him. She, she gets tired of looking at stuff being the same way. I, very quickly, too. I don't know if it's the ADHD or or what, but yeah, um, I have a hard time leaving anything alone, and I'm constantly moving stuff. And yeah, well, it's <laughs> making cool. porch it's... do work. <laughs> yeah, 
It's got like the vibe of a theater. Yeah. Like, I mean, you porch was sinking screws into flats with an impact driver when I came in. I was like, ah, yes, the sweet sound of a drill. Yes, yeah. we're afternoon. just over here building walls. Well, porch is building walls. Music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. handy. He's built some pretty cool shit. Like <laughs> for my circus set, I wanted a death wheel, like the dart death wheel. Oh, yeah. He made it happen. Nice. Yeah, he made it happen and it's it actually still hangs on the wall. It hides yeah. our burlesque um stage for the <laughs> for the burlesque shows. Um, you made the photo booth happen. Like he's always building stuff for the studio. That's right. Um we have a Barbie box that Porch built. Um, the photo box, you name it. I always add to his list. I just sent him a telephone booth that I want built. Want him to build a telephone booth? Yeah. Uh-huh. Build a telephone booth. <laughs> you see him yeah. look at me? Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. It, it, it'll be good for photos. <laughs> <laughs> That's he the man you want to work with. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. That'll be fine. All good. All good. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> oh, but no. Um, yeah, it's fun. We have fun. Yeah, and that's important. Like to come. You were talking about that porch, about it needing to be fun. Like my my grandpa taught, like told me that he like gave me the secrets of success. He told me I told this story on the podcast before, so I'll kind of condense it. But like. He told me, grandson, people are going to try and sell you books on the secret to success. It's all bullshit. There's one way to be successful. That's work hard. And I like it was I was about to start cosmetology school like two days later. So it's like good timing. And then a couple years later, I called him up to ask him for money. And he was like, OK, yeah, grandson, I'll help you out. But do you remember what I told you about the secret to success? I was like, yeah, grandpa, it's work hard. I've been doing my best. And he goes, yes, but there's one other thing I didn't tell you. You have to work hard, but you also have to enjoy it. And if you work hard and if you enjoy it, then you'll be successful in life. That's how you do it. And I was like, shit. Damn, okay, Grandpa. All right. And, like, I I think maybe he's got another one in his pocket. But if you're not good. enjoying it, it's like, why are you doing it then? Yeah, right. yeah. Like, I've had the jobs that I was miserable. It paid all right. It paid good sometimes, but, like, it's not long lasting because you're just, mm-hmm. you're so miserable. You're not having fun. You're not enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And you might not be able to enjoy it today, but you'll eventually just try to get to something you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can't, just bounce around until you find it. See what sticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would much rather spend all of my time here than my nine to five job. Yeah. We talk about that a lot. I would much rather spend all my time here. It's like my happy place. Uh-huh. It's a happy place. And that's the thing. Like, you could be getting more sleep or you can go to the place you enjoy. Yeah. And a lot of times you come to things you enjoy just because you won't have time if you don't just make it happen. There's never time. You just got to do it. Yeah. 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 Just got to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for being on the show. It was fun. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Sorry I finished for about five minutes. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it was perfect. I mean, like I said to him, I said, it's the East End Eclectic. Like, this is what happens. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. have random people with armor show up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know how people show up with armor and swords or doing something right? I, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, how can people find the place? Ooh, 
What's what's a good way to we're, connect with you guys? We're on all the social medias, but we are the East End Eclectic. End has an E at the end. Uh huh. You know, because we had to be it's bougie. The old, old East End <laughs> building. Because it's the old yeah. East End building, so we're spelling it like the building spells it. Um, there is another East End Eclectic in the world. If without an E, uh, it'll, okay. it will not be us. So East End with an E at the end, eclectic.com. And then you can always reach out to us. We're doing markets all the time, art shows. Maisie's got a list of fun things happening, belly dancing, burlesque shows. More things I can't remember right now, but yeah. it's going to be a fun, fun year. Yep. Nice. You can find all the events on our calendar um, on the website. And cool. also we have like day calendars on Facebook and Instagram and all of that fun mm-hmm. stuff. So, and then yeah. everyone, everyone's invited Sundays, noon to three. Yep. For free. Okay. Can just come hang out, work on art or take advantage of the space. Yep. Very sweet. Yeah. Thanks for what you're doing for the scene, guys. Thank you. It's Thank super you. fucking uh, rad. <laughs> Thank you for getting involved. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Porch. Thank you, Becky, for giving me your time and uh, sitting down with me and having a really good conversation. I enjoyed it. And uh, I, I think we touched on some really important stuff, some things that were uh, meaningful to me and i am uh, glad that we did that thank you thank you for joining me so everybody uh, thanks for listening check out the links below i've got stuff coming up stuff going on it's gonna be a it's gonna be a year i mean you know everybody says that but and it's everything's always happening so like you know every there's always a year and an indefinite and also in, uh, an incredibly finite amount of time laid out in front of us. So, uh, but the calendar year of 2024, I think, is going to be a pretty, pretty wily one. So, uh, yeah, check out the links below. Get into the action. Get out of the house. Do some stuff. Meet some people. Uh, maybe skip showering uh, or not. <laughs> don't skip it, but uh, maybe push put off doing doing something what did Por- porch talked about you know like m- you miss out on a little sleep to do something you love so uh maybe try to keep up with your personal hygiene actually no i take that back um, and also try to get enough sleep i know that i really need that i don't know but just get out and do something uh live your life i i know i want it i'm working on doing that more so let's hold each other accountable shall we uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for <laughs> uh, letting me do that little ramble rant there. Uh, I appreciate everybody who's tuning in. If you made it this far, thank you for your time and your attention. I do incredibly appreciate it. It is valued. You are valuable. And uh, you, you're an important part of this human experience in your own special little way but also in the exact same way as everybody else so don't put so much pressure on yourself i'm going to close out this episode with a song by a little group called a picker and a grinner this is my friend jesse and her uh her her uh, heartfelt uh compatriot uh, then who also plays the banjo and they recorded a little a uh, album of banjo music and it's really really cool so i'm going to close out this episode with good night irene by a picker and a grinner i hope you enjoy and i'll see you all next time
too young I wish, dear Lord, I'd never seen your face I'm sorry you were ever born Sometimes I live in the country, sometimes I live in the town, sometimes I have a great notion to jump in the river and drown. Irene, good night, Irene, good night, good night, Irene, good night, Irene, I'll see you in my And stop gambling, quit staying out late at night Go home to your wife and your family Stay down by the fireside bright Irene, good night Irene, good night Good night, Irene, good night, Irene I'll see you in my dreams Irene, God knows I do. I love her till the sea runs dry. And if Irene turns her back on me, I'm gonna take morphine and die. Oh, Irene, good night. Irene, good night. Good night, Irene. Good night, Irene. I'll see you in my I'll see you.